Uh, oh. Let me, hang on one second. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. I'm sorry. Hang on one second. Hang on we're one second. On. Right. We're hanging I'm on. I'm sorry. Hang so on. Just hang second. on one second. Just for one second, we're going to hang on. Hang on one second. Dude, I'm doing that risky thing where I'm like, I know that a poop's coming. And Jeez, like, I, I should have done it before this. You remember when I said, hey, guys, give me a second. Yep. I know, I I know, I know. Oh, I really? Like nice, Jeff. That's cool. I, That's cool I, I you think did he that. did the right thing. I did the right thing. Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your show. Hey, guys, welcome to the Valley Cast. Another sleepy day for the boys uh, up in her, but we're, you know, we're happy to be here. It's two-time award-winning Valleycast. Uh, we're coming right. to you from Los Angeles, California. It is Saturday morning. We've been chatting. We've been getting into a vibe, and um, we're all we're all doing great. We're Dude, all vibed it, up, baby. Is the uh, you guys enjoying this? It's a gorgeous day so far. I mean, it is Lovely really day. early, but the sun's peeking out. You seeing that over there in Burbank, Joe? Oh yeah, I'm seeing it. It's coming through my linen curtains. It's, it's almost been... like a magical oh, cinematic moment. It's very nice. So there's a whole discourse in Los Angeles right now. Maybe we talked about this a little bit last week where it was like, you know, this June gloom. Like we're almost at the end of June now. June 17th it is on this very fine day. And it's been like gloomy as F every weekend, every day pretty much. And we haven't had an, a sunny day yet. And yesterday, I think we got a little bit of relief. Yep, that's true. But it's there's people who are like, I want it to be sunny. I want it to be gloomy. I'm, I don't want the summer. I don't want that. Have we talked about this? Like, what do you guys, how do you guys feel? Mm -hmm. I enjoy it immensely. I've loved the weather. I don't want it to stop. There's a Hayden cameo. What up? Hayden! Uh, nice. Um, but if you look at the rest of the country, like the rest of the country is getting obliterated with like horrible, horrible weather in like all shapes and forms and sizes. Yeah. And LA has been this just like little pocket of just nice, gloomy weather. And I'm just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it. I'm not gonna complain. I'm gonna love it. And I'm sorry, the rest of everybody else. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna stand out on my balcony in the heat. I mean, I'll do it for a second to be like, let's get some sunshine and see how the weather is and shit like that. But like, I've been spending so much more time out there with the gloom because it's like, it feels so. There's like a breeze coming in, and it's like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Nice. Just, it, California's nice, not baby. like this. It's nice, baby. I like it. Elliot, it looks gorgeous over there. Are you are you enjoying this sunshine? I like the sunshine. I mean, we we know this. We have we're a house divided here, and I think it's great that you gentlemen enjoy it. Um, I I don't like it when it feels like it's six a.m. for five days straight, and <laughs> it's always the same time. Yeah, um, but I understand I if people like it, and I understand that the rest of the country is experiencing things that are worse. However, there is no inconvenience that is too small for me not to complain about. <laughs> I like that. I know. This yeah. is the one that is unavoidable. It's like everywhere. Yeah. Um, I've heard but it's Hayden like people, I've heard people's Hit Oh, in. sweet. Uh, I've, I've heard that this is actually pretty normal and that people are being overly dramatic about it, but it doesn't feel uh, normal. So I don't know how if this is like longer than it normally is. I, yeah. mean, I don't have an almanac, but it seems yeah. like. I think you're right, Elliot. Someone was saying something like, I think it was 2015 or 2016. It was the last time we had like a super gloomy June. Really? Isn't that crazy? That was like a, kind of a long time ago. That was, was a long time. Was, we were all different and if people then. You've yep. made it through this part of the podcast. Welcome to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch the flash. Let's talk about the flash. <laughs> so, Elliot, you saw the flash. I saw the flash. Well, I almost on a whim last night went, I should go see The Flash. Like, almost did, like, yeah. I'm going to go see this by myself. I'm going to sit down. And I didn't. And here's why. Because DC's next to it. And I find yeah. those movies so unenjoyable, except for Wonder Woman and Flash. Or, sorry, Wonder Woman and Shazam I enjoyed. But, like, there's just a bad taste in my mouth. So I just was like, I'll wait. But I know I need to see this one. Well... Can I sit? Can I give the old guy perspective? And then, Elliot, you can give the young guy perspective. Sure. So, Joe, I think that the biggest draw for me might also be the biggest draw for you, which is Keaton. Batman. It's Batman. Yeah. yeah. Keaton reprising his role as Batman. And, Don't um, every... Keaton. Dude, I'm still if with they... you on Keaton. 
That's okay, the only but, but is he the only reason why you want to see that? Okay, all right. Only. So we're all Oh, kind yeah, of... yeah, you totally misread our Elliot. <laughs> That's 100% I... why he would go. Have, I guess have it you, was Have like... you talked to me in the past 15 years? <laughs> well, I felt, like f... <laughs> I felt like for you is more like you kind of just go see movies kind of randomly. Nope. And really, so you're really it's... you're really calculated on what you see. All right. Yeah, pretty much, I mean. So okay, so then but yeah, actually, Keaton, Steve, Keaton. I think I think if you did a pie graph of why Elliot went to the Flash, yeah. the Flash wouldn't even be on the pie graph. Is the Flash mm -hmm. not on the pie chart? Wow. Okay. No. So then we all wanted. So, okay. So then we all like were buying in on this for the mm -hmm. same exact reason. We want to see Nostalgia. our our first Batman doing his thing on the big screen, and uh, and I think that on that front it delivered um where when they gave it to us i'll say that okay um but overall i felt like it's 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 the kind of movie you can wait until it's like been on hbo for hbo max for like a week and then check it out oh okay, okay. you don't need to rush to see this movie i think do you feel rush, that way, Elliot? Rush, flash, to, flash, <laughs> rush, to, rush fast. You don't have to run to the theater to see this, I think. <laughs> Unless you give a shit about mediocre cameos. Not, and there is, okay, yes, everything you're saying is true. Uh, I was so excited to see Keaton, and I was like, ah, okay. They gave it to home. us. Yeah, they gave it to us, but it was like, I wanted bigger. I wanted something the, more. Me too. There, it's, it felt to me like there were too many cooks in the kitchen with this mm -hmm. particular film, and the CGI dude was like, we don't need to, we shouldn't be allowed to use CGI anymore. It should be banned. Because I've they, never seen. It was I've, despicably bad. That is the worst visual effects <laughs> I have ever They're seen so bad. in a modern movie. It feels really? like we're going backwards. It feels like we're going fucking yeah. backwards. Like in time. Like it's like a yeah. meta thing where you're like, oh, this is not what they intended. It is so bad looking, Joe. It's it is the worst. There's a scene where like Batman is like on a, not our Batman, a different Batman is like on a motorcycle and he's like riding around and the cape looks like they just didn't finish it. Tears of the Kingdom has more realistic. <laughs> yeah yeah whoa you know that yeah. there's a i read an article and i wish i could just point you to it right now because it was fascinating but it was about like the troubled um pre-production that has been over like 20 years of this movie from like where it started to where yeah. it got all the directors all the actors all the writers that have come and gone yeah. and how the studios have changed like so the fact that it even got made in the end of the day is crazy. Yeah. And the fact that it even got made with this douchebag fucking <laughs> this piece of shit, which is the reason I don't want to go quite honestly. He's a piece I of shit. That is like the most replaceable motherfucker I've ever like. They could have put anybody in that role. <laughs> anybody. I really feel like they could have put anybody in that role and it would have been fine. Ezra offers nothing. Uh, and the the comedy that they do uh, is, I think, maybe also just like DC can't hit it's DC. a punchline. Like they, yep. it, yeah. Some of the punchlines are like, that's what you're. That's what you guys went with. You guys went with like, like there were things where I was like, you can't get away with that. That's not funny at all. No, like, that's exactly. Mean. It's mean to say that punchline and to to make people because there's pe always people in the theater who go, that part's funny. Let me laugh. <laughs> And I'm yeah. like, that's mean to those people. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's 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 <laughs> make them look Elliot. dumb. It's I insulting. like the idea of Elliot in the theater just like uncontrollably saying that. That's mean. It's that's, like a bad that's mean. It, it was Stop like, laughing. <laughs> you can't laugh at that. You can't laugh at that. Guys, dude, dude I guys. was like, uh, it felt the jokes felt like a like a uh, like an NBC show yeah. that's gonna be canceled like any second. Mm-hmm. Like this, the writing, the jokes were so bad. There is like one scene, like right in the very beginning, that is like pretty awesome. It involves yeah. babies. Yep. And I really enjoyed it. And I was like, this, if the movie keeps like this tone, then yep. I'm in. And it just like, dude, I could not tell you like 
there's just so much that happens in that fucking movie. And, and by <laughs> the time it's done, you're like, I don't think I know what just happened. Did they use it as no. a reset, basically? No? You don't even no. know what it, how it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't how make any sense. possibly gonna do anything after, like, what... You, I'd be curious to know your thoughts, Joe, because there is. I do think it's worth seeing in on the big screen just to see Batman on the big screen. That would be the only reason I'd say don't wait to to see it in Max. But mm -hmm. there's, um, but you guys were happy with your Michael. Mm -mm. You're, you're happy with your Keaton. I was happy with Keaton, but I just like. But you wanted more. No, those cool. trailers made it seem like they were gonna be like the whole movie. Well, yeah, of course they were gonna do that. That's how they got you guys in the seats, and it worked. Yeah. yeah. And also, they showed too much in the trailers. I think like there was really not a lot of Batman that you haven't already seen. I think, it's true. In the, um, in the they showed it but all. Yeah. The way that they end it is like <laughs> if you the follow the, if you follow the plot. <laughs> yeah. And you think about where it ends, and you're like that. Is kind of funny what they did, I, but I, I, I like okay. That. It, like, okay. Basically, it, it did like, end it. Yeah. If they if they follow through, if that wasn't just like a a fun like, here you go button, and they're planning on like, con like continuing that, then I'm like so in on like whatever they yeah. do so, with the sequel. Uh, in continuing uh, this episode of vague movie critiques here with the Valley Folk, <laughs> yeah, um, I would like to ask you two, what did you think of our boy Andy Muschietti's like blockbuster like debut of directing it was it was a blockbuster yes but it wasn't expected to be what yeah it was. like well, do you I, feel like he handled this shit show well do you feel like there was a good eye behind the camera do you think maybe he was responsible for that cool ending that you're talking about i feel kind of bad for him actually because i mean i don't know i feel bad for him in our in an artistic sense because i do feel like if this movie makes like if it prints money like the Batman did, which I don't know, you, Elliot, how do you feel like the Batman they're What they're banking on is it making as much as the Batman did in order for them to greenlight a sequel? Oh, interesting. Do you think that it'll reach the Batman level box office? I don't know. I, I don't no know idea. either. I'm I don't not know one, either. I'm not, um, I shouldn't be trusted in those. But he did. Andy has gotten. <laughs> Signed up to do bold guys, and the, um, brave bold and the bold. And the brave. Yeah, brave and the bold. It says the Flash loses speed with a sixty million three day opening. Wow, that's not great, right? So yeah, it might not. It might not reach the Batman level. Shit. It it got shit on immediately with the CGI. I think that hurts a lot because people were filming stuff from the theater and then posting it on Twitter. And I saw something before I saw the movie, and I was like, "Ooh, we might." Be it looks to see so bad, dude. Everything I've yeah. seen of like people filming in the theater looks like it was like um, test footage shown to like WB executives. Okay, yeah. so uh, the next segment that we like to do here on Vague Movie Critiques with the Valley Folk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like to play the game, say something nice. I would like each of you to say your favorite three things about the movie Sans Batman. Whoa. Okay. Um, so no bat. You got to take Batman out of the gotta equation. Take Batman out. That's not fair. That's a gimme. <laughs> this is okay, tough I, because I, I, I got, okay. there are things in the movie that I wanted to like more. It can be and... an idea. It can be a visual. It can be a moment. It can be an, it can be anything. A character? Okay, a okay, okay, okay. I I liked the baby scene. Okay, one, boom. That's Good exactly scene. what my first one was. So we can okay. overlap. Baby I scene. liked. There's a moment where someone loses their powers. Okay. And S semi spoiler, but not bad. And you like have a moment where they're trying to do their powers, and it's like kind of funny. Okay. Do you remember that, Elliot? I believe I know what you're talking about. There were some nose laughters coming out of my nose at that point. Funny power moment. Funny power and moment. And the third thing—I guess the third thing was like the the end, the like the yeah. the, the, the like. The they landed the ending. plane. That's important. They landed the plane. Yeah. Uh, I I liked Supergirl. Yeah. She looked cool in the trailer. I remember visually yeah. thinking, cool. I'm going she, like, she looks really cool. She definitely looks cool. I, there's not enough of her, but she's cool. I agree. Yeah. So Supergirl, cool. Uh, baby, cool. What's your third? Baby Elliot? scene's great. Is the, oh. is the ending your third? There's some moments. 
It's like this DC thing where someone said it that Zack Snyder uh, does movies that are just moments and not like scenes. Like there's spectacle and there's some spectacle in this that even though like there's some fight scenes, the fight scenes towards the end, I think, are more creative than the average third act uh, fight scenes I enjoyed. They kept okay. me pretty entertained, even though it looks half mostly like a cartoon like half baked dude it's a cartoon because like even in the there's this like huge finale thing with like all of these like blink and you'll miss it like like nerdy fan yeah. service things and it's just like i can't even react anymore to like what they're doing because it just looks it's it just it's too distracting how bad it looks like if it had mm. if they had given it like a just a little more polish, maybe I would have been so distracted by the story that it that the visuals wouldn't like take me right out of the movie. But it's like any time they're using. So you've seen in the trailer uh, that there's two flashes at one point, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a spoiler. So, it, you know, the technology of having like the same actor in the same room in the same shot, like interacting with themselves has gotten so much better over the years. Right. Like, do you remember like the parent trap, like the Haley Mill, like there'd be like a very Two people obvious... like just like staring <laughs> blankly at each other. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd see like the frame split in the middle where like. Yeah. They literally just and, and the conversation is just slightly off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, so from that to like now, like obviously we've seen very impressive like people. They use doubles. They like use CG, whatever. In this movie, there are entire scenes where the other Flash is fully CG. And just to like get around having to like film a, a double or someone that looks like Ezra Miller or whatever. And it looks like lose your shit laughing bad. Like, like they put a PlayStation two character on it's like your, GTA dude. It just went, it's like it, that movie took visual effects and just went backwards with it, dude. It's Ooh. like upsetting how bad it is. Uh, final Almost question. Insulting. Yeah. Insulting, <laughs> dude. Ellie's like, that's mean, and I'm insulted. Guys, the reason, yeah, and why, I'm offended. The reason why it's insulting, Elliot, that I feel, because I agree, I think it is insulting. And I think the reason for me why it is, is because we've seen it look, we've seen them do it to the point where, like, you don't even realize, like, even adaptation, dude. Nick Cage playing two Nick Cages in adaptation. You guys have seen yeah. that movie the the way that they like have them in in the same shots and scenes are like practically done and it's like brilliant like you forget that there's yeah. like another you you think like nick cage just has a twin in i think that movie i think wb and james gunn were just like you guys just just get it out just, just finish go. it we're gonna reset this Ugh, whole thing what a mess this I've been looking forward to this movie because of Keaton for since I saw the original thing when they were doing like the DC uh, spectacle. This was like when before the Batman came out and then yep. it got all delayed because of the Ezra Miller stuff. And you're like, what are they doing? What were they doing that whole time? They could have maybe given it I like know. another. And I get that like the special <laughs> effects people are notoriously underpaid and they're overworked. And that is fair. I don't I'm not blaming them. I'm blaming the people that were like, yeah, this is fine. What they did to Batman's. To Ben Affleck's Batman doesn't even make sense on a color level. His, <laughs> the suit doesn't isn't the right color, the and his so nose bad. is all snarled. And he's his like, nose is weirdly like crunched up and like, and he's like angry. His mask is like his yeah, mask you can see every wrinkle off. on his head. Wait, it's his, got perpetually pissed off. Yeah, mask. His mask is pissed <laughs> off. It's so like vacuumed. Like, He's like, thank you. I really thank you. Thank you. That was a wonderful thing you did for me. <laughs> and you're like, ah, why are you angry? All you're right. so scary. Final question wait, on. Uh, wait, wait, wait. wait. What, what? Okay, hold on. Two more things. One's a good thing. One's a bad oh, thing. Okay. Uh, Bonus good thing. All I right. I forgot the bad thing, so we're just going straight to the good thing. Ready? So it's just a good thing. I was emotionally affected by the score. And it's hey, the only it's time. Oh, it's dude. The, 
Dude, Did, was there a needle drop? There's a needle dude, drop. There's there's a so obviously because of certain characters in the movie and because yep. of who's doing the score, there might be some emotional moments, uh, musical moments, and I truly like seeing Michael Keaton, you know, as Batman again. They really ruined that moment in the trailers. I think like the emotional yeah, impact of him living. saying "I'm Batman" or whatever would have been so much more uh, like, dude, I think I would have full on cried in the theater. They didn't care that they wanted you in the theater. You might not have went if you didn't see that. I know, I know, but it like really ruined it, I think. And so so what I I did want an emotional reaction from the movie because of Keaton. And I felt like if they did it right, they would have. But the only thing that made me feel any emotion at all was just a piece of musical score love it it worked though like that it I totally was like, worked on the way to see the movie grace was like i don't really want to see this movie because ezra miller <laughs> yeah, and I, I was like don't i was like i we are taking my 10 year old inner child to see this movie yeah. because he wants to see it i was like and i don't give a shit about kids. the flash <laughs> yep and he wants and he did the, and he got it and he got cheese sticks Mozzarella sticks, and Dude. there was a moment where Batman, and then he goes, duh, 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 and I, I went, "That's all," um, and we're done. We're I good. know. I honestly, dude, it was like uh, that. That really delivered. The music delivered yeah. in that way, dude. I it it instantly like it wasn't even seeing the visual of Keaton. It was the music that brought me back. Dude, my mom took my brother and I to see the original 89 Batman in the movie theater, and she made us our own Batman shirts. Like she cut out the felt. Oh, like great. she cut cool. out the she cut the 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 yellow like awesome. oval or whatever and then she cut the little bats and she like stuck them on to the and we had these like felt batman logo shirts and i remember like it was me my mom and my brother and we like you know that movie changed our lives basically because it's Mm -hmm. just like it's batman on the big screen and fucking nicholson playing joker and you're like holy fucking shit so hearing that music it like brought tears in my eyes more so not just because the music is gorgeous and it, it brings back the nostalgia, but because that memory of my mom making us those Batman shirts and seeing 89 Batman in the theater, like all came flooding back with just the music, dude. I know it's crazy. I, when we walked out, I saw a little kid wearing a flash costume. I was like, that's yeah. kind of cute too. Yeah, oh, that's nice to see. And you pushed him down. You're like, nah. oh, oh, oh. Here's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Wrong costume, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you idiot, dude. I, here's the Do thing. Do you even I know about Ezra Miller? Do you even know, dude? Dude, here's here's the uh, the thing I remember. I forgot. Speaking of Ezra Miller, there's so many moments because he's such a piece of shit. It's so hard to look past him being a piece of shit. But there's so many moments in the movie where he's like. I just would never hurt people. And I just like, I'm, I'm such like, he's, he, he's saying things that contradict his real life. And then he's like looking at the camera and winking. Dude, Elliot, did you notice that? That he said there a, a couple lot of, of moments like, that were, that were, they almost forced you to think about Ezra Miller. I'm, I'm as innocent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would yeah. never. Like, there's a moment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, someone says to him, like, why would you save me? And they're like, why, why, why wouldn't you just leave me or something? And he goes, because you needed help. And he like, they give him all these like hero moments where it's like, he just did it out of the kindness of his heart. You know, like he's, you know, if you want, if someone's going to be a superhero, you want them to be morally like aligned with like, you know, how, how you'd want to see a hero. I'm Batman. uh, Hi, Batman. I'm, I'm Ezra Miller and I'm innocent. I mean, I'm the Flash. (laughs) Dude, like literally I felt like he was going to spike the camera lens. Like just because he's like, you don't mistreat me. Like, you know, he's telling like lessons. He's like, like spewing all of these like lessons that like if the actor used those <laughs> you know maybe they'd be in a maybe different wouldn't be in this mess maybe they wouldn't be in this mess okay. it, was, it was hard to see that because it was okay. like i can't ignore this guy's a piece of shit final final question for vague movie reviews with the valley folk would you sit through that movie again or sit through the equivalent time-wise 
size of that movie, but it's just all the kick-ass Quicksilver scenes from the X-Men films played over and over. <laughs> That's funny because those moments are like some of the best moments in those X-Men movies for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd rather watch a I, montage I, of that. <laughs> I'd watch it again. I think I'd, I'd enjoy I'd, I'd I'm not. I'd watch it. I just would be like, I'd have to watch it with someone who hasn't seen it and then be like, like Joe, if you decide to go, let me know. I'll, I'll I'll go watch it with you and be like that way. I can look at you and be like, it's pretty bad. You see how bad, dude? dude like, <laughs> did you hear that line? That's pretty bad line. I just doing that thing where you sit it. next to somebody and they're they're the movie for you. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you see, it's Elliot, did you? That part's uh, disappointing, right? What, did you feel like it was hard to like? Oh, okay. Well, actually, here's a, here's another good thing. There was one other moment that made me like laugh out loud in the movie, and it involves Ezra Miller turning his head. Ezra Miller <laughs> turning his head. Do you remember that? <laughs> that that was that might have been the funniest thing in the whole movie. They because you have so many opportunities to make fun of the fact that the '89 mask doesn't you can't looks, turn the head. It looks so stupid. And I love that. That's the joke that they went with of him I just. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. I thought there was some. See, it's like it's almost like there's like little moments where like if they had just like gone on that pathway, maybe it would have been a little bit better. But did you see? Do you know what Andy looks like? The director, he made a cameo. I did see him. Yeah, I yeah. turned to Grayson. He does that. Okay. It's this thing, right? He yeah, does that it was in all fun. It was a fun one. Uh, there is one other complaint I have, but I don't want to say it as a spoiler. I will Let's say, wait however. until Joe's seen it, and then we'll okay. yeah. There's okay. a miss, let me just say there's a missed opportunity that I think, Joe, you will notice when the time Ooh, comes. Ooh, I so. want to know what that is, too. Okay. Um, I want to get to UFO updates really quick, too, because since the last Our episode... Other segment? Yes. D- d- movies and UFOs, and I don't think we're going to get to Zelda this time. That's great. We shouldn't. Uh, and I, before I'm we real begin, deep though, in that can game. I, can I tell you guys about some food? Yeah, is it... Do you think that there's a, a... Do you think that I could... Do you think there's a way where I could go and come back? Is there ads? Yeah. Yeah, there's an ad. All right. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the ad portion of this episode of the Valleycast. Steve needs a little bit of a break, and we're here to tell you guys about HelloFresh. You might be wondering, what is HelloFresh? Well, guess what? With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why Uh, it's America's number one meal kit. I love it so much. I love it so much. It's so good, and this summer, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. Reach your goals with delicious calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes, too. You get farm-to-table quality with every HelloFresh box. HelloFresh's seasonal ingredients are picked at peak ripeness and travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days for fresh flavor in every bite. And I tell you, when you get the box, you open it up, and it's all nicely packaged for you in these little brown bags, and everything is good, and it's all fresh, and you can take it out and make it when you want, especially if you have a kitchen, which I don't currently, and so it's, and if you ever need to you pause, you still don't have orders, a kitchen. <laughs> no, no kitchen at all, Joe. Not even a sink. Not even a kitchen sink. So anyway, no matter your lifestyle, even if you don't even have a kitchen like me, you'll always find delicious recipes on the HelloFresh menu. Plus, they include the menus inside the boxes, so it feels like you're at a little restaurant. Like you can get pescatarian or veggie. You can even swap proteins and sides to make a recipe just how you like it. That's right. You can customize it to fit your personality. This summer, spend less time meal planning and prepping with HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients that make it easy to get cooking quick. And they're all delicious 100% of the time. Share your personal endorsement. Anyway, here's what you want to do. Go to HelloFresh.com slash ValleyCast16 and use code ValleyCast16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's right. Go to HelloFresh.com slash ValleyCast16 and use code ValleyCast16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. And that's right. Uh, you can just, you know, remember that it's America's Hello, uh, America's number one meal kit. And we're good at it. And we're good at ad reads, everybody. And they've, they've been with us. And this I bet this one won't ruin the relationship so help us out and thanks <laughs> the link in the description uh do you guys hit, seriously hit it up try it it's great changes everything yeah. thank you uh thank but you. elliot we need to also be sponsored by hello kitchen <laughs> yeah man your damn kitchen <laughs> i've uh i've emailed the construction and there's people in there it's no it's nuts there's nothing we don't have um 
we don't have anything right now. Like we have no way to, and everything's just in the garage waiting to be put back in. Um, How does everything change in day-to-day life for um, a young couple that are accustomed to having a kitchen when you don't have a kitchen, how do things change? <laughs> yeah, you get real into Postmates, and then Grace likes cooking, so she gets a little ornery. And then um, it turns out the coffee maker is now beside the bed, like we're in a hotel room, so that's pretty fun. Oh, that's but pretty we cool. To, yeah, we have to empty it all in a um, in a bathroom sink and then fill it in the bathroom. Uh, and then we use a lot of disposable cups, so we feel guilty because we're adding a lot of waste. However... Um, we don't, um, all of our glasses and everything are packed away. So it's just um, real pain, real pain in the butt. We're getting biodegradable things and I don't like using them. I like using metal spoons and things like mm-hmm. that. But if I do that, there's flies now that are gathering in the uh, in the bathroom, in the front bathroom because of the amount of gross um, cutlery and things in there. So Fun, you guys having a good time. <laughs> We're living our best lives, everybody. Oh, it's incredible. But yeah, uh, are you going to see Flash, Joe? Is that the plan? I know we're not. We're moving on soon. Or should we oh, move on maybe. without Steve to the UFOs? Oh, uh, well, yeah, you could start. Because, oh, no. Well, it's very cause we, interesting. Because you guys haven't talked about, because I was gone last podcast. I was. Oh, you were? Wasn't I? Or was that two podcasts No, I think ago? you were there. Yeah, you were there last time. Two podcasts ago, I was gone. Because Kevin was gone. <laughs> That's uh, what it was. We were talking about the UFO, yeah. <laughs> So, so what we're looking to do today is to, to update on those guys that were supposed to change the world but then didn't. <laughs> yeah. So there's basically – there's David Grush. Grush. I'm not sure how to say his name. He's the big one. He's the whistleblower mm-hmm. uh, who is supposedly gone in front of members of Congress in a top-secret facility and talked to them for uh, hours and hours about his um, – whistleblowing saying that we have uh that we are reverse engineering alien craft and that we have uh or excuse me non-human intelligent craft and that we have bodies and his um belief is that they are interdimensional beings that co-locate with us and these are programs that Mm. lack oversight and as such they need to be brought before congress and the human humans need to know about what's going on there are supposedly agreements that have been made between elite um uh, figures in our military and non-human intelligences and then there's Stephen greer and Stephen greer is notoriously untrustworthy and known primarily as a bit of a grifter and he does these like national press club meetings where he'll grab all of these people and they'll tell their different stories and it's really interesting because i don't trust Stephen greer he's known for charging people to make contact with ets but he also is known for having a friend shoot off flare when he takes people out in the woods and they try to use their consciousnesses to summon ufos uh, it turns out that many of them are <laughs> the not. What fuck did um, I walk into? <laughs> and, and they, they'll shoot a flare, and he'll be like, "Oh, you see," and he'll charge people ten thousand dollars to go do this. But he's been in the mm. UFO space for a very long time, and he seems to have um, some sort of personality disorder as well as potentially some truth to what he's saying. He sounds like the My Pillow guy of Kinda UFO like my stuff. Yeah, a little bit. He's definitely not one that has looked upon favorably. But the people that he brought forward. I found very interesting because they seemed some of them seemed um, to be completely out of their minds, and then a few of them seemed to actually be sincere and to know what they were talking about. But um, now it's going back and forth, and there's all these articles coming out about what's going on. Basically, is there a concerted effort by the government to make people think there are UFOs? Are there actual UFOs? Is this a psyop that's going on? No one knows. So, are you? Did you got? Did I miss most of the recap of everything that was said? He was more describing the people, the players. He was setting the scene. Yep. Okay. uh, So, did we learn anything new? Uh, learning. I mean, definitely. It's like people make wild claims. Yeah. I mean, it's really fascinating to listen to these people and the stories that they tell because it's so, it's so fantastical. Like one guy claimed that. he's like a remote viewing guy do you guys know that remote viewing uh-uh. which is remote viewing was like explored by the government the u.s government as like an official program it's literally psych psychic uh, abilities to locate Whoa. things using and there are reports of the government like funding this kind of thing uh but he's into like Whoa. weird stuff skinwalker ranch is another big one where you get into like ghosts and goblins and ghouls and that's really weird but they're all part of the same very mythological worldview 
and it's very interesting. One guy in particular seemed like he had really been traumatized. And it's just, it's, it's just fascinating. It's, and then the, but the interesting one is this David Grush, Grush guy who seems to have some legitimacy to him because he is a very high ranking, um, person. Like he flew one of the planes that basically looks like a miniature version of the shuttle that actually has like space capabilities. Like can go fly up and then land like the shuttle lands and it's white and it has a black tip and it looks like it can leave our atmosphere. And he's like one of the highest military people and then so for the idea is that because he's coming forward it must be that there's some legitimacy to it but who knows do you feel like that legitimizes his claims a little bit because i mean humans are humans gonna human whether you're like a regular whether you're regular joe or whether you're like a top you know military official or something like sometimes people just get kooky ideas in their head and they run with it even if they're high-ranking yeah. officials or they're lied to or they're they believe, lied to yeah or they're lied um, to yeah there's just too much it's so it's so this happens like this is this happens like clockwork where these people will come out and like you're saying they're they're like they seem to sincerely believe what they're saying but um then nothing ever they, there's never any hard evidence that arrives with it mm-hmm. so it's like i can't you can't really believe it until there's evidence you just kind of go like maybe the rumor has it that a couple of people who have had direct firsthand knowledge uh will are coming forward soon through like the proper channels because he was wow. unable he wasn't allowed to show uh photos or video and he had no firsthand contact with these with these crafts supposedly but he talked to people who had and some of so them that, are supposedly coming forward so that wow. reddit uh ufo reddit uh subreddit were you Hayden cameo? Yeah, were you, Hayden! Uh, <laughs> were you, were they, were they disappointed? Cause they this were the ones like that the were flash. saying like, <laughs> they were like, so many cameos. <laughs> World's going to be different after this. After yeah. this, nothing will be the same. I know. Was, was I know. the subreddit disappointed? Not I with f- the, not with his interview. I, I feel think. like they're like status quo. Like, you know, this is just, this is just more cover ups. There's just more, Everything's a cover up. Everything's a cover up. Sometimes I I will chime in on that subreddit in my my anonymous. Yeah, you jump in there with, under and, your uh, in your uh, yeah. your f- yeah. What are some key words you put in there, Elliot? In your anonymous <laughs> yeah. way. What are some exact quotes? <laughs> uh, I think I did say like I was like the people. I was talking to somebody. I was agreeing with someone because the people on that sub are so convinced that everything is a cover up and like. Like, oh, the New York Times isn't covering it, so they're part of the thing, and they're all owned, and they must be sh- – all of these people must be shaking in their boots. And I'm like, no, they're – no one's shaking. You don't know anything. Like, what are you doing? Like, And th- they have an actual fantasy that this is all, like, happening. And maybe it is, but it also can be a fantasy and be true at the same time, and I think that they really can't tell the difference between the fantasy and the, rea- and the reality, which is that no one knows if any of this is – anything so and anybody can like say or write anything they want and put it on the internet and be like someone said this and you'd be like okay fuck that sounds pretty official and then you're like no no one ever said that actually (laughs) yep Um, it's a big game of telephone but it is uh and the one thing with this guy is i guess he is by doing this, he's putting himself at risk, supposedly, of going to jail. Like, if he's lying, like, he would get go to prison. But the thing yeah. is, if you make a claim that is unfalsifiable, you can't go to prison for it. Like, how can you... All His whole claim is that there are programs that are so beyond the oversight of the Congress that they don't know about it. Like, people in the Pentagon don't know about it. It's been... that The idea is that these have been privatized, that these go to private corporations like Lockheed Martin or whatever, Raytheon, whatever it's called, and that these private corporations are purposefully set up to be outside the jurisdiction of Congress. So this guy, people are like, well, he must be telling the truth because if he's lying, he could go to jail. But you can't prove that he's lying because there's no way, all he has to do is go, no, well, you just don't know because it's so secret. Like, it's basically like, like that doesn't make sense. Like, that does, that's not a point for him. Does that make sense? Wow. Wow. Hmm. I don't know, man. I it just keeps coming back to like, we're not ready for this. 
don't you think like doesn't it doesn't it keep coming back to that like we're not ready as a society for this because it would just create like chaos well you know how they say oh go ahead Elliot. go ahead no after you joe no i was gonna say well you know how like you're always they, they they always say like in times of potential war or conflict or divisiveness somebody's gonna come and like create a tragedy right what's the word for that i forget um catastrophize i don't know but they did it in world war ii but like faking thing like there was a specific event basically yeah the reichstag no what the hell was it i forget Interesting. i probably just said something real stupid but it's like a government will like fake a tragedy to bring everybody together or to gain ultimate control and be like we all have to unite against this this common enemy right maybe maybe the aliens could do that like we're in this divided time at some point it'll be like guys aliens aliens but the problem is is that that would have to be in a fear-based way as as opposed to like a positive based way which we don't want to because one of the claims that this guy makes is that there have been non-human intelligences that have murdered um humans and i don't know that that would instill a lot of peace in people's minds right because they'd be like what are we that's terrorism basically yeah and then you're like okay so now this is it's pure science fiction but you know it's like oh this is going to be like a there's basically this i the theory is that part of the reason for this cover-up that's so secret is not is mostly to protect capitalism and to protect uh to keep the economy going and keep and keep money flowing into the military industrial complex which of all of the conspiracy theories sounds the most plausible truly uh, to me because like well, people would just stop they wouldn't buy the system anymore everyone would be like no we're not do we're not going to work if we're uh if we're under attack by non or if the government has been lying i'm yeah. not paying my taxes to them if they've been keeping secret this thing. for this long too and like you know, there isn't a world where some official will just be like, look, we didn't tell you because we didn't think you were ready, because then that'll just feel like, well, what else are you not tell? You just think we're stupid. Yeah. You think we're like, we can't handle this. And like, you know, and, that, and the and thing is, is they, stupid. yeah. And that's the thing. They, they, they know that we're stupid. They know that the masses of humanity are like really manipulatable or manipulated. Is that a word? Manipulatable? That's <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it but you know we're really it's really easy to manipulate people and they know how to do it and they've been doing it kind of like what you're saying joe like they'll they'll kind of like they'll throw out a whole thing where it's like hey let's all like, look at this now a distraction or something to to either bring people together or keep them more scared or keep them scared or whatever are you looking for the word diversion Maybe that's the word. Is that the word? Joe, Diver- is that what you were thinking? No, it's a specific word. I feel so dumb right now. And the word that I but yeah, use, diversion is real also dumb. right. But yeah, <laughs> um, you know, I I just think that yeah, there would just be like there would be so many divisions, right? People would ju- there'd be the people that are like. I can't believe the government kept kept this secret from us. Now we can't trust anybody. And then there'd be the people that are like. Now that there's aliens, I don't want to work anymore and I don't want to like be a part of society. Yep. And then there's the people that are going to be like, all right, what's next? Like, what do we now? What do we do? Like, are you going to share the reverse engineering technology with the people? Are you going to let us have access to that stuff? Like, isn't this our land too? Isn't this our country? Like, shouldn't we have access to these things? It's all very, it's so, um, I mean, the way I, the reason I like it, and which is what, not to go nerdy, but Jung talks about it being a modern myth, like you're seeing a mythology formed in real time, like that's equivalent of the Greek myths back in the day, where it's like, there's people who are believing this on a religious level, and you're like, oh, if if this were to actually come out as like a real thing, there'd be a religious like zeal and fervor and also there's these utopian fantasies of like, oh, they must be hiding an energy that can solve climate change it can solve mm-hmm. world hunger and there's this it's that oh we we're we could be a perfect society if only these dark forces weren't at play and like this is all just archetypal like fantasy it myth totally stuff. is it's, and it's displaced onto this science this like you know supposedly scientific worldview but really it's just like oh we're, we don't have religions anymore so now people are like well the devil is the little secret people tinkering with this. sure you know they're keeping it for, it's like okay sure and maybe that's true who knows what do you think happens to something like christianity or what is 
you know, how does the Pope react to like, you know, that that spacecraft is real? These these spacecrafts are real. They have. They've, they've acknowledged they've, it. Yeah, years ago they released an official statement saying that all hum that all life is part of God's children mm -hmm. and that has no effect on their faith. Yeah, wow. it's a real it's a real easy blanket at the end of the day. <laughs> right? It's life, God, cool. Right? Any life that exists was created by God is what the is what they is the angle they take with this. That's what they did. Yeah, they said that they were, they were like That's interesting it's okay because it's okay if there's aliens, we'll still be yeah. Catholics basically. Because there isn't really anything in the Bible that mentions. <laughs> there isn't anything in the Bible that mentions. Wait, wait, wait. So uh, the aliens, they're not doing this. They're not going like this. They're going. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they like. You're listening on audio. That was very funny. What you're yeah, and please watch the video to see Joe do that. <laughs> uh, but then... like, it doesn't it kind of. Because there is no mention in like religious scriptures about like other beings or anything is there other than the aliens or angels yeah the argument is that those are all the same and that every religion at its core begins with a contact of with non-human intelligence in some way wow i don't know how how much i fall into that but that's the idea that all of these mythological all of the religions that we have have been spawned intentionally by a non-human intelligence in order wow. for an experimenter to see what happened wow so then, also if you look in like ezekiel the classic example is it says like oh there's um, a vehicle in the chariots uh, in the sky and they would always use the same technology that they had then to describe what they were seeing and one is described as having wheels within wheels and people go oh that's like a uf that sounds like a ufo Whoa. Uh, but other people are like no that's not really what it's wheels in the scholars, sky you know. keep, keep on, on turning, turning. <laughs> yeah see it's all there and man i just to, oh go ahead to muddy the waters speaking of diversions there's also this whole las vegas story have you seen this one so the so we're talking about that like that like thing that flew over las vegas and everyone's been talking about it and everyone saw it and like but everyone's yeah. saying that's a hoax is there there's everyone's an update it's a hoax and then other people are saying it's not a hoax and people yeah. are going back and forth but i'm like this these kids are called 911 kids and say that there's eight foot beings with big eyes and they look like aliens and they're as calm as can be and then the police show up and they say that they were hiding behind a forklift and that when he saw him, he went into sleep paralysis, Whoa. which is a common abduction uh, motif, yeah. too. Yeah. They always are, like, in their heads somehow. Really fun. Just fun. Fun. Wow. Fun. But we've Did yet guys... to see beings and we've yet to see any kind yeah, of, besides... like, legitimate craft stuff. Yeah, all all the proof is there minus any evidence. No hard. Hashtag show me a picture. Honestly, yep. that should be the, the slogan for like American history. <laughs> yeah. All the all of the signs are there except for the evidence. Yep. <laughs> like, like so it, close. It was just so close. Well, really um, close. uh, man, I'm so. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, was there one more? Something that I read recently. It's not as new as I thought, so maybe it's not that interesting. But I saw an article that was talking about ghosts and how uh, it turned. I don't want to say turns out, but um, the article was explaining that many um, uh, people that have experienced ghost sightings in old houses or places like that is actually a result of the carbon monoxide that is filtering throughout Whoa, those houses, especially the that. especially the old houses where they are typically seen because that is where the carbon monoxide wow. tend to exist. So it, those sightings might be attributed to carbon monoxide. Poisoning. I wonder. Yeah. Are uh, so I want so hallucinating it, it, too. So their heads getting all. Yeah. But it also explains why people, multiple different people at multiple times, multiple different times are still experiencing like phenomena in a place. Wow, because and it's because that place is old and it's got carbon. <laughs> yeah, and there, and there might just be like, you know, we I might have been poisoned by carbon monoxide, not to a degree of dying, but maybe to a degree of like hallucination and maybe being like, look. You know, maybe that's why, because do you guys even know people who, like, swear they saw something or swear they saw, like, and, and they're just, like, they're a friend, and you're like, well, I got to believe my friend. Like, they're not a liar. 
And, you know, if they saw something, then they saw something. Maybe it was a hallucination, maybe not. But maybe even those people were affected by a degree of carbon mm-hmm. monoxide exposure that wasn't dangerous, but enough to make them, like, hallucinate or something. Wow, I, I lo- that's interesting. I, I saw the demon on my wall, and I know what I saw. And <laughs> that's right. That's right. Was, you did see that. And do you think that that was the result of some kind of lack of sleep or – the no. between consciousness and unconsciousness and Mm-mm, that was yeah the devil. you saw the devil yeah the choking masturbation that you're really addicted to <laughs> let's call the this episode elliot saw the devil <laughs> what was that isn't it norm mcdonald who has a bit of autoerotic asphyxiation i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> it goes God fine damn it. it's okay that but it goes bad he was a genius man his timing and everything was so perfect I'm trying to find what you're talking about because I have a picture of what exactly what you're saying where two people saw the same thing, but they describe it differently. And one describes like a float. Here it is. Wow. So there's this is two renditions. This is Ray Hernandez's depiction of what he saw, which is a red energy being. And then Dolce Hernandez's depiction of what she saw, which is the energy craft. So one saw uh, on the top, you have an amorphous um, blob. Mm. And at the bottom, the other one sees a uh, actual... Uh, craft shape and so yes it would make sense that two hallucinations caused by the same um catalyst those created. both wow. look like those both look like detached retina moments right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's never as impressive you're like show me a picture you're like that doesn't look good it looks like worse than the flash Did, <laughs> weren't they saying that like like even something like spontaneous combustion like that ended up just being someone like falling asleep with a cigarette in their hand or something or like yeah yeah <laughs> scientists are always ruining everybody's good time. i know with their damn facts i See, remember this is why being we, so this is why scared people oh. go so hard into denying facts and being like you know fake news and shit because it's like the mental gymnastics it takes to like De- deconstruct your beliefs when some someone pops up on TV and is like, here's the science. And you're like, no! I remember being terrified by the concept of spontaneous combustion. I, I know, yeah. I know. I did a paper on it as a kid. You hear about that as a kid, you're like, it's going to happen. I'm gonna I know, you're like, what? And there's no reason for There's no rhyme or reason. And They're like, just they shoes? Didn't... They're just yeah. a pile of ash and shoes. There's just a pile of... I saw a picture in a book. I, think I saw well, it. And you yeah. guys had that. I also had the rapture to worry about. I thought my, I everyone I loved was going to yep. disappear. I had yep. that too. Yep, if there's... If you're now I wish enough, they would. Even if you're not really part of the church and somebody comes up to you and is like, look, at some at some point you're going to blink and everybody's going to be gone. There was a three. I've talked about this before. There was like a three year part of my life where I had such high anxiety. Every time I heard a fucking plane, I was like, yeah. this is it. Yeah, this is it. Any big. Yeah, like, what, what if the noise? pilots are Christian? That's happens to left behind. The pilot's also, the plane goes down. Oh man, yeah. left behind. There's so there, yep. dude. That have you guys seen the Kirk Cameron one? Have you watched any no. of those? They're yeah. they're no. pretty. They're a great time. Uh, you, have you, you seen the Nicolas Cage one, Steve? <laughs> oh shit, maybe not. Dude, you should at least watch the trailer when we're done because it is something that I think you would enjoy very much. Wow, that sounds a, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> from a yeah, from an from an from a Steve perspective left behind it's starring Academy Award winner Nicholas Cage can I yeah. share it with you guys something before we say goodbye to everybody I'm gonna yes. do just a little show-and-tell I bought myself something for my birthday uh, and uh, you know I love Lego you guys know that I love Lego Steve love Lego I love mm-hmm. Lego and uh, you know I've got quite a few unbuilt sets laying around and also built ones and uh, finding room for them has, is increasingly difficult. First world problems, am I right? But for my birthday, I purchased myself something that I just couldn't resist. And it really is kind of a novelty, but I really love this. And I had never seen this before. It is a gigantic... <laughs> Let me turn off my green screen here so you guys can see this. That's so stupid. Dude, it's... <laughs> It's one of the funniest Lego sets I've ever seen. Look at this. It's a giant. Just a giant. (laughs) A giant Lego minifigure. And there's the minifigure for scale. A regular minifigure. So it's just 
literally a giant I love that. Lego dude. And look, the little Lego dude operates the giant one like a like a mech. Okay, that makes That's it pretty damn really cool. Great. Isn't that right, great? Yeah. You open up the hat and he just sits in he's got there his little controls and his gears. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but really it, you, you have to you have to build it though. Yeah, you have to build you build the giant guy, yeah. Are Look at that. And it's, it has... <laughs> What's that? Are you going to build it soon? I don't know. I've got a little backlog. I've got a backlog. <laughs> Dude, does it have points of articulation? It does. You can like move his arms and you can he can sit down and stuff. That's, okay, his... that's pretty cool. Isn't it great? Man, I just I I I just, try as I might, you guys. I have never really enjoyed legos yeah i've heard i know this about you joe i've heard of these people yeah yeah i think it's never done that about yourself what do you think why do you think that is i don't know i find them tedious i find it relaxing i find it relaxing and de-stressing uh can i show you guys i know we're not taught we're done but i want to show you guys something that has changed my life in uh legend of zelda absolutely yes dude i saw that same exact TikTok. It's a hovercraft. It's a hover. Dude, it's a hovercraft, it's a hovercraft it's that doesn't fall over. Yeah, it's two fans that you attach to a steering mm. stick, and you can do. It's boom. Bye bye, everybody. Dude, it Takes really. It's a game changer because it's like horses. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. Using the towers to like fly around. Forget about it. What if you? What if you? What if you attach four of those hover uh, fans? to a cart connected to your horse and you put <laughs> would it make a hover horse cart? Uh, and then you put the you put the control thing in the back of the cart will it go up Whoa, and will the fun. horse just be dangling with you yeah Dude, that's a I'd really good question that. it's so funny how like i was talking to some friends about this do you remember when the week tears of the kingdom came out like even before you like thought about buying it, like maybe even a few days after it came out. Do you guys remember that meme that was like, it was go, it was everywhere, and it's like a guy, it was like a like a tall figure, but it had like a dick and balls, and the dick was yeah. like a flamethrower, and it was yeah. like flame throwing, <laughs> and it was like Link standing there, and it was like the post was basically like, look what you can do in the new Zelda. All I could think of was like. How did they let that happen? How could that be the first thing we see from fucking Zelda is yeah. people building this ridiculous atrocity? And the and since then, the things that people have built are mind blowing. You have to yeah. break your mind to really enjoy the game. And I'm not quite there yet because I'm still playing it like it's the old game and like doing all the old traversing, doing all the old exploring. That's what I'm doing. And I'm like ignoring the technology and not making cool shit to make it easier. I can't do it. I can't do it. My brain doesn't work that way. Like the same way with Lego. Like I need instructions that show me how to build a thing. I cannot just be like, there's no engineering in here. I can't be like, (laughs) right? Like that craft that you showed Elliot, it's the most simple thing ever. It's literally two fans and a control panel. And you're like, never would have thought about it. Never in a million years would I have thought of that. Ever. Makes me wonder Even if you could just put the control panel. Oh, no, you can't. I was going to say. Even that took me forever, too. You're right. Because it's like, it's per- you have to perfectly yep. place the angle. Yeah, the angle. Like, yeah. Dude, yes, nothing, be like- nothing makes me feel like more just like, I, I get very lizard brain sometimes, especially like problem solving in real life engineering things. It's like, this it's like if i have pipe and pipe don't fit other pipe i'm like well then i make pipe i'm like no i make pipe fit pipe i do this for i do this for seven hours and then i'll read it it'll fit i'll make it fit and i'll do that with this stupid game sometimes like elliot you brought up when we first started talking about zelda the the dude that's trying to like keep the sign up everywhere oh that guy i've i've ignored that guy every time i come across that guy i'm like i'm gonna build seven thousand fucking pieces of wood around your thing and make it impossible to fall Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, it I'm gonna falls. put so much work into doing this, like unnecessary work. There's probably an angle with one piece of board. If I really look yeah. at it, it will keep it up. But I'm gonna take seven thousand fucking pieces of lumber. <laughs> I'm gonna take some wheels. I'm gonna get those rocks and seven trees. You're, you're and I'm gonna make like sure a Rube this motherfucker Goldberg machine. does not fall. 
and then inevitably it falls at least once. <laughs> yep. Unforgivable. Uh, yeah. I yeah. love that yeah. you really do need only one piece of wood, pretty much, to like keep that thing up. Because you can do any amount of finagling and finessing, and he'll just like it'll just work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you build a whole house around it, basically. <laughs> then you can't reach him. Uh, how far? Guy. How all far right. in are you guys? Have you have you checked out all the atrocities yet? Dude, I've I've still I've I immediately beat two of the regional phenomena, and now that's I've what just I'm thinking been, of. The and now I've just yeah. been exploring. Like that's I've just exactly ignored what I did, the story. Dude. That's what I did. I did two of them, and I was like, okay, if I keep doing these, it's going to lead to the end real fast. So. I'm doing two of them and then I'm exploring like all around them before I like get to them yet. Yep. Fun times. Pretty far. Yeah. How do you feel? You still, you still hooked? You still right. love it? Yeah. I still love it. It's just yeah. I can do the, I can go down now and, or meet, I can find him. Yeah. Ooh. I think. But you don't want to do that. That's the end of the game. Well, yeah, and I, wanna... I can't. I know I can't. I'm not a good gamer and I know I'll die. So you got to be die. careful. <laughs> you got to get stronger. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I gotta find some shrines. So anyway, thanks everybody. Right, Sorry for bringing well, it up. I know we were saying we weren't. Going no, no, to. I'm my, glad my we. I, I'm glad it was the cap on the episode. Truly, yeah. the end cap. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show today. We hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, you know, I hope you have a great weekend and all that good shit. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye. Joe.